Hi, this is Rabbi Nitzan Bergman, and thank you for joining me once again for the Aseret Boost podcast. Okay, so this week we are working on Law Tachmod, Do Not Covet. It's the Tenth Commandment, and actually, I think it's like the most modern one, because it deals with something we all really struggle with. We're all confronted with in our um, economy, right? In in the society that we live in, um, we are marketed to a lot, a lot, a lot. And there are many messages coming our way. And generally speaking, They're very general messages telling us to get ahead, want things that other people have, be the best, go to the best schools, get the best job, and then, you know, just the bigger and the better. And it's kind of this comparison, like look at the happy people that have all these good things. So we really have to, if we're going to live here, we've got to deal with that. And we've got to really know how to navigate that. So let's think about it. In in the boost, I spoke about, surprisingly enough, when to covet, right? When to want things that other people have. And the general rule is very simple. You can only, should only, want something that someone else has if it works for you. So let's let's get into that a little bit, discuss it, and um, get a little deeper. So there's a beautiful um, midrash that says every blade of grass, every blade of grass, has a malach, an angel, appointed to it that tells it to grow. Now, what's interesting about the midrash is the language shehika. It beats it. The, the the angel hits, strikes the blade of grass and tells it to grow. I once heard from one of my um, fantastic rabbim, Rabbi Moshe Shapira, what does it mean it hits it? What's the angel hitting it for? How does that make it grow? So he said, the angel shows the piece of grass its potential. The angel shows the piece of grass its potential. This is the ancient idea, philosophical idea, that everything in this world is in potential, and its goal, its purpose, is to actualize that potential. Now, what's unique about man, mankind, is that we don't do it automatically. Everything else in the world it, you put a seed in the ground, it's got a potential, it's going to strive to, do, to fulfill that potential, to grow into a tree. Given the right conditions, it will. Given the wrong conditions, it won't. But that's what it's doing. It's not doing anything else. Mankind, says the Rambam, Maimonides, is unique. It's the only thing in our world which doesn't always strive to fulfill its potential. And we know, we can feel this, right? When, when you're showing your potential and you're not living it, you're not on the way to it, 
you, you feel yourself actually not not there, not focused on it. That's like a the biggest whack you can get. That's that's such a you know you're struck by that. Ouch, that hurts. And what the midrash is trying to tell us in this veiled term is, a term is. Yeah, take it, take it like a man, right? Take it, and turn to your potential. So you you got to be very in touch with who you are because you know the the seed from an orange cannot will not does not want to grow into an apple it just wants to be an orange and the apple seed doesn't want to be um an orange it just wants to be an apple so dat et atmenu we have to know ourselves before we can try to deal with do not covet in the terms of coveting others and thinking wait you know the instead of others being the joneses i need to keep up with they should become the inspiration that is driving me there has to be this inner knowledge who am i and what is my true potential um how do we do that by the way how do we do that so that's that's the million dollar question how do you know what you truly have potential for um i think there there are few ways to go in this i'm just going to share one today the world is our mirror the world is a mirror but there's a condition so our rabbis tell us call her posel bemumo posel when you see a deficiency in another person you should know you have that deficiency What's the psychology behind that? Because you resonate. Something's resonating. You see who you are. The truth is that that's true also the other way around. Whenever you see some sort of success that another person has and you feel envy of that success, it's really telling you that you have that potential. There's something in you that's dying to be like that. Now, here's the condition. The condition is how do you so we the answer to the question of how do you know your potential is look around this world, see what bothers you, see what you don't like in other people, see what you don't like in society, and that's telling you you have the potential to avoid all of that that you know the torah is divided into the the do's and the do nots i don't like the translation but it's used right the positive mitzvot get up and do's and the negative mitzvot the do nots so do nots is telling you what to avoid so when you see the problems you see and the the deficiencies you see are the things inside of you that you know you have the potential to avoid those are the things that you should not follow the do's that which you that which we are motivated to do that which we see in other people the same thing those are the things which deep down are telling us oh 
right? So when I am envious of a great Torah scholar who's a great speaker, who is able to capture his audience, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching this, and everyone's like watching every word and getting so much out of it, and afterwards it's hoo and har, I'm like, oh my word, like, I'm, I'm like ready to like, I'm so jealous. That's because inside of me, there's a teacher. Now, I had, I had this awesome Rosh Yeshiva, Rav Tzvi Kushalevsky. Um, he used to, he, t- he used to often use this idea. He said, listen, in order to grasp concepts, often you need to use parallel concepts. You need to use what's in, 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 um, called in Hebrew and used so often in Jewish thought is mashal, right? You used, have to use the parable, parable, the allegory. It's like this. Use something visual. Use something historical. But use examples which are similar and then take the kernel from that into what you are discussing and use it. So he used to say the mashal, the parable, is scaffolding, right? You need scaffolding to build a big, build, build a big uh, building because you can't stand, you can't get to put the bricks on the high up without something to stand on. So too intellectually, conceptually, we can't get to some ideas without drawing on previous experiences, examples. We do understand where we've got to before, what's easier in order to jump to the next level and say, oh, okay, something like that exists here. Now, says the Rosh Yeshiva, right? What, you know, let's say they finish building this huge, this huge skyscraper and they leave the scaffolding on. That doesn't make sense. That's ugly, right? We want to take the scaffolding away and see the beautiful building that's being created. So that's the same thing over here, right? Everything, the world is our mirror. The world is telling us who we are as a marshal, as a parable, as things we can relate to, as hints that we can pick up on but it's scaffolding. It's scaffolding. Really, inside each of us is the building, is the beautiful tree that needs to grow. And that's where we need to make this shidduch. This, that's where we meet, need, need to, me, look at that teacher and say, okay, but really, Nitzan, what sort of a teacher are you? Where can you make your impact? What could you really expect from it? Where's your genius in teaching, right? He's got his genius in teaching. Where's yours? And that's how we use the world around us to motivate us, right? Seeing it, being in touch with it, even feeling the pain, the hit, the angel that's hitting the piece of grass and saying, grow, Look, you've got potential. You need to you need to actualize that potential. Just by the way, the Sforno says that's the meaning of Tselem Elohim in the image of God. The word Tselem, he says, it's a it's a it's there 
in potential, right? It's like a picture of what could be. People are not living in the image of God. People are in the potential to live in a godly way. So that's the message for the day, right? That's the message for the week. Let's look around. See the world as a mirror. See other people. See what we could avoid, what we should avoid. See what draws us. See what we want to attain, want to achieve. But be very careful to use all of that just as a parable, a scaffolding to get to the real truth. And that's the inner truth of each one of us. That's based on self-knowledge. That's based on being very honest with who you are and seeking deeply what your true potential is and then following that. So I hope this helps you. I hope this really helped me. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm new to this world of podcasting. So um, you know, any feedback you have, please share with me. And um, looking forward to, to really growing together, developing together, getting deeper into these Aserata Dibrot. And thank you for, uh, thank you for listening.